Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey ladies, what's up? Welcome in. It's the Don and Steve show. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry, I had a little ugh, something in my throat. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Don and Steve. Crazy Britney's over there. I'm an idiot. My name's Steve. Rocco's there too. And we're on till noon. If you like it or not. We might get yanked off the air earlier. I don't know. Do they do that in radio whenever they shut a show down? Do they just yank you off the air? Vaudeville style? Here comes a cane? Yeah, so many times a hook has like showed itself a little bit through the door, and then I say something witty, and they go, oh, no, she's And then it good. slowly lowers again. Yeah. Um, we have some fun new Look, this first story, I am just going to be forthright, yeah. is an excuse to get Rocco to play the Stranger Things intro while I tell you the story. Oh, wait, I need to do that? Yeah. yeah, you and might want to tell our producer like things you want. And <laughs> I just thought it's better just on the fly in this moment. You know, he's a professional, Steve, so you guys start treating him like it. But the mullet. What about the mullet? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. No, Should be right well. there. You're right, right, story. right. Oh, I, I, did you see it? I see the, um, the story about Millie Bobby Brown. Is it not at the bottom of that? Mm. Come on. It's there. Oh, maybe? No, I'm just no. seeing the Stranger Things convention thing. Oh, no, but press play. Okay. Press play right at the bottom That's, of that story. Hit this that. This one here? That one. That's it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Guys, how good does it feel when you hear that? Really good, huh? Yes. Okay, you didn't like Stranger Things. I like it. I, no, I, I, I do. The, I, I watched was... season one. We're, okay. we're embracing it. I thought you were going to tell the story during it, so I was letting you do that. Jeez. Yeah, and I thought that button was going to play like a story. Not the <laughs> I song. thought it was earlier this morning, too, and then I was like, oh my gosh, it's not going to. Okay. It's not oh. super clear. So when you found that out, you thought, I'm going to keep that a secret. I'll keep it pretty muddied for him. <laughs> Lock <Yep>. that up. <laughs> Mission accomplished. All right, start it over, because now yeah, okay. yeah, I've yeah, yeah. spent I too know. much time blabbering. I literally <clears throat> let you talk. It's so <clears throat> rare of me. Um, and I'm going to try to read it according to the, 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 the intro. Okay, here goes. Stranger Con in L.A. just announced that Millie Bobby Brown will no longer be the main guest due to a scheduling conflict. The event has been rescheduled a few times, and its new date is January 8th and 9th. Even though there will be no 11, the lineup still looks pretty great. Confirmed guests include Finn Wolfhard, Noah Schnapp, Gaten Matazrazzo, and Sadie Sink. In other words, Mike Will, Dustin, and Max. Sorry, moms, doesn't look like David Harbour will be on site. <sighs> Scene. Finn Thoughts? Wolfhard, everybody. Love like Finn it. Wolfhard. 
How about these last names of real people? The actors in Stranger Things, a show that that is a that is an intro that I never skip past. When it gives me the skip intro, I wish I could permanently disable Stranger Things, allowing me the option of skipping the intro because I'll never do it. Because when you have a theme that brooding and mm-hmm. that perfect, and never skip past it. It's not too long, too. No, it's not too long. Um, Same could be said for The Crown. Now, The Crown is a smidge long. Still, though, it's by Hans Zimmer. And the intro to that is just great. I think it allows us to shift. Did you watch The Crown, Brittany? Are you watching it? No, no, I'm, I've told him supposed to. The Crown intro allows you to shift from you being an American swine, like we all are, into sort of tapping into our royal roots. Mm. It's and, and look, when you have Hans Zimmer, one of the greatest film composers of all time, at the helm of the intro for that show, it's just tough not to like. And it's slow, too. It just like brings you in slowly, just like I would argue The Crown as a show does, because it's a slow burn. So you need to be invested. Brittany? I thought you didn't like scary things. I don't like... I don't think Stranger Things is scary. I think it's... It's a little spooky. A little spooky suspenseful, but it's not like horror. Yeah, it has enough comic relief, huh? Right. Okay. You know what a great intro was? Tell me. DJ Rock Lobster? I hate uh, to put you on the spot with yeah, your clickety yeah. claws. But the newsroom on HBO Max, the season one intro, they actually abbreviated it and changed the song season two. When it would come on Sunday nights, HBO we would watch the intro and it was so lovely as they would show you all this imagery from broadcasting icons of years gone by. And then the second season, we were so pumped. The season premiered and they did like a remix of the song and abbreviated it and made it a lot more punchy and a lot less like a blanket. So it was a real the one bummer. That has just kind of piano and stuff yeah, like yeah. As well. Listen to this. News graphics. From yes, Queen. <laughs> Dan Brittany? Rather. I get real America now. You get it. I get it. You will finally celebrate Fourth of July. Finally. Okay, good job. She's finally gonna put that flag up. I'm saluting nobody. <laughs> okay. no, that's weird. Isn't that beautiful? It's Isn't beautiful. that beautiful? Hey, did you watch Enola, Sherlock? No. It was good. It's Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Brown. She did that. I think your kids would like that, especially your 10-year-old. It's right on the cusp. Like I, Me and my husband watched it, but it was really well done. It does a lot of um, like breaking the fourth wall where she talks at the you know to the audience. Oh, yeah, sure. It's so good. She's amazing in it. Lena Dunham is producing a new Polly Pocket live-action movie. Live-action, not animated. Lily Collins is going to be playing Miss Polly Pocket herself. Lena Dunham said, quote, I'm so thrilled to bring to bear both my love of this historic property and also my deep-seated belief that young women need smart, playful films that speak to them without condescension. Okay, all of her reasons for doing it aside, if you, Polly Pocket makes you think back to childhood. If you could bring a childhood toy to life on the big screen, mm. what, which would it be and why? Whoa. I'm going to do Teddy Ruxpin as a horror movie. Wow. I wouldn't want to watch it, but Teddy Ruxpin feels like he is capable of killing you. Right? The tape starts to play a little weird. Because you had to put a tape in Teddy's chest. And then his eyes clicked open like he was a Chuck E. Cheese character. Remember Chucky's band? Um, I'm going to do as almost a naughty film, Mousetrap. Mm. Why would you make that naughty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You asked what I wanted, and you I like being in a cage with some yeah. cheese. Yeah, mm, yeah. Like I was get it, girl. Like not, not like, um, not like saw, but like just fun. Is mousetrap a what do they call those? Not a Rubik's. A, oh, uh, what do you do? A rhyme Gluben. What is it? Rube what? Goldberg. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is what? it a Rube Goldberg? Yeah, I believe so. It's kind of a machine where one thing makes the second thing go, which makes the third thing go. Yeah, a lot of people were doing Rube go. Goldbergs on TikTok during the pandemic, Brett, Brett. Um, Has anyone ever actually played the game, or do you just take it and try to make Correct. the yes? Yeah. Yep. I don't you just want the trap to fall. Yeah, you just want to watch, do all the things. And was have... there a metal ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was. That's got to be a joking hat. I remember right? there's like a little foot thing that swings down and kicks something. Yeah. And that might be the metal ball. Yeah. You're right, though. There's been a ton of those videos on YouTube. My When my kid was little, that was a favorite of his to watch. Like, you know. It's so impressive. It is really easy to watch that. Oh, my gosh. You can get, oh, my gosh. You can get Mousetrap for $19.99 from Target today. Oh, it'd be so nice to have a set that I know a piece isn't missing. Oh, man, yeah, this looks janky. I do not know that it holds up and stands the test of time. This looks like bullcrap. Oh, wow. but the metal ball <laughs> spills out of the bucket, goes down yeah. the blue step, zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. Then it goes to a red slide. The red slide goes over, sets off a catapulted green army man okay. into a bucket. Listen to your voice, and you're going to tell me it doesn't. Sorry, you're right. I got pretty tweaked. You got super pumped. Right. As you should. But then if in the background I start hearing bounce, wow, wow, then I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. You'd turn it, you'd say, sexy mousetrap. Turn it so up. No. Turn it on, if you know what I mean. I want to take a break now. Let's do it. Let's take a break. When we come back, Brittany, Professor Arneson, is leading the way. She's got a couple of studies for us, which is going to be so great. One that is just absolutely crushing regarding how much kids retain from school. That, when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs... I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's Don and Steve on MyTalk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, just a couple weeks left for you to register for June prizes in MyTalk Listener Rewards. In fact, make it a week. You can enter to win gift cards to Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply. Great spot. Really, really great. Especially, you know, I love smoking some meats on the weekend, and that is a spot to go. REI, Caribou Coffee. All sorts of stuff, plus a Sun Country flight voucher. It's all available on the new MyTalk app. You can get registered for rewards if you're not already. You can listen on the stream or on the app and enter. You can enter every day for more chances to win. See everything up for grabs and listen to rewards on the app or at MyTalk1071.com. Brittany? Yes, Nee? 
Do you feel educated? No, but I'm ready to be educating. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Coming to you live from the My Talk studios. We found out today. Children lose up to 40% of learning over summer break. Can we stop it? Will we stop it? Probably not. Okay, so it was actually really interesting. Because were you somebody who whose family made them learn during the summer? No, 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 not at all. We okay. learned we learned on the baseball field and riding our bikes. We learned balance and teamwork. Um, just those two things. And then is <laughs> Rocco, are you somebody who tells uh, uh, Bruno he's got to crack a book here and there in the summer? Um, you know, I guess that would be encouraged. But yeah, as far as his summer camps go, it's mostly sports stuff. Well, learning stuff. You know what? I I can see how parents would hear this, right? That you, you go to school, we do all this stuff for school, and 40% of it's just poof, gone over the summer. And you'd feel discouraged. You'd feel a little bit sad. But I think about it, and I think, well, what's the positives been? Because that's what I'm here for. Okay. And I thought, you know what? It kind of takes the pressure off. Maybe you shouldn't be learning all that stuff. Like... Maybe you should be more forgiving that you maybe cut it down. If it's going to lose 40% anyways, why don't you start off a little bit lower? I like your style right now. Yeah. And so that is what I, I read this article. It was actually pretty bummerish. And I don't want to break it down because I thought that's not helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the end, yeah. maybe just teach your kids less during the year because they're going to drop it anyways. So this is the angle we went. All right. A bunch of different ways to do this one. Um, Teach them less because they're not going to remember it. How about your kids now? Now, I asked you as a child what it was like. What are your kids now? Do you ever tell them to say, hey, here's a workbook I got you? We have done that before. Yeah? We did not do that. I don't know if we did it last summer or not. Uh, But we we have not yet done that this summer. It would probably be helpful. you know. Now, here's what we do have them doing. And I think that this is a good way to stimulate brain activity and development and to resist the summer slide Mm -hmm. is we have them reading a lot. So we've been going to, do you know that you can get 50 books out from the library at a time per person? Yeah, It seems insane, but you can do that. You shouldn't do it though. You're going to lose them. Yeah, you're going to lose them. You're going to be in debt. It's going to be a whole thing. But they've been reading a lot, Yeah, which is good. And that's uh, our buddy Rich Frieder from Learning RX joined us on Twin Cities Live a few weeks ago. And he was talking about that as one of the things to do this summer. If you just feel like you don't have a plan or you don't know what workbook to get, just get a book in their hand yeah. and have them read. Try to make it a part of their rhythm every day. It goes a long way. Do you read a lot, Brittany? I read a lot. You're Oh, that's... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's right, that's right. Never no, mind, no, hang no, on. No, 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 no. I want to be yes. sure you tell the world that I shamed you once. And you did. I only shamed you because you had the audacity. No, no, you no. You no, had no. the audacity no. to say that you're giving us a report on a book that you've read about 10 pages of. And not because you're a slow reader, which is fine that you're a slow reader. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm getting labeled again. Unbelievable. Really thought 2021 was going to bring about change. I was letting people know that the book that I was reading, 50 pages in, was good. It was off to a good start. And so I thought, did, I want to... You did not start. You did not... Uh, mm, mm. Hmm? May the record hold that you did not say, hey, I just started this book. It's a heads up. This is the... You said, I got this great book. I want you to... And I asked, oh, how far along are you? So I found out later that you mm-hmm. gave me a full book <laughs> full report. Full book report. <laughs> On a book you barely read. I mean, it could have a crazy twist that's just terrible. You can't tell me what a book is about until you've at least, I would say, 75%. And that's me being nice. Here's what I see from your childhood. Mm -hmm. Is when instructors would come and say, it's time for us to take the advanced kids out of class. You would, everybody else would be walking out politely and you'd be given the D-Generation X suck it symbol to the no, rest of us no. in the room who stayed behind. I can no. sense that about you now. You couldn't be more wrong. Right. First and second grade, I thought I was special because I got to leave class for what yeah. I thought was like, oh, I was like, bye guys. And you're right. I did say that. I didn't know until I got older. It was for people who were far behind in reading. Okay. So it was like I would do a walk of pride. Yeah. But it shouldn't have been. It was very confusing. So I didn't learn to read until like third grade. But you took off from there. Rocco, you a fast reader? Yeah, I, I could read early. And for the, while, for the longest time, my attention span would just not allow me to read. I'm talking about in my adult life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah. getting back into it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. A good book. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make that kind of a part of some of the morning time that I have. It's just do some reading. Read words instead of turning the TV on, instead of flipping on the phone. You read, read something. And I think for people, uh, we people, at the you know, we read a ton every day because we're always looking for stories and yeah. what's the latest and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But yeah, sometimes it's hard you for know, me to turn that into book reading time. And what we do, and I think that that's because we read splintered things, right? We, we read articles, blogs, headlines, things like that. And it's very different for your brain to sink into a book, to continue to read about one thing. Because we do a mile wide and an inch deep. And to sit down on just one topic and do a deep dive, I find that it is two things. More difficult to do at the beginning Mm -hmm. and much more satisfying at the end. I think one of the key things is, and I know you've been working on this, you gotta put your phone upside down or not in the room. Because your attention span will jump to that every time it lights up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. Oh my gosh, it's like a beacon calling you. Sure is. Speaking of beacon calling you, how do you feel about how much how much coffee we drink in a day? What, what I'm drinking doing? a lot, probably about three to four cups. Yeah, same. Yeah, I definitely am hitting those. And I got told by my doctor too. I got a not, not as much caffeine. It's a real thing. 
Um, here's the thing. Everything that we told, we're told like, hey, at one point was bad. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out is good. So I'm just waiting for my doctor to get this report. <laughs> uh, You'll this, send it to him. Yeah, yeah, I'll forward it to him. Yeah. Uh, drinking coffee may reduce the risk of liver cancer. So wow, I love this. If you're guzzling it down, feel good. Go hard. Go harder. I got four cups in me already today. And no liver cancer that we know of. <laughs> I haven't been checked yet it's today, early. but here it's early. Here's it open. Uh, hey, when we come back, if you need a laugh, if it's been a long week, Laugh at our expense. Next up, it's slow jams. Us slowed down to half speed where we sound even dumber. It's next. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hi everybody, welcome back. If you're listening alone, that's okay. If you're listening with others, let them know you appreciate them. Look them in the eye. See, I like the way you look right now. When are we back on the air, Rocco? <laughs> There's sometimes you say, you say some stuff and it literally makes me laugh and I can't convey it to other people. Like It is very funny and weird. Like That's a weird thing. If you're the first part, if you're listening alone, that's okay. I'm getting a groin pain right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll fight through it because I'm a warrior. Yeah. Uh, it's Donna and Steve, if I haven't said that already. Brittany is filling in for Donna today. Yeah. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is with us always from 10 to noon. DJ Rock Lobster. Click, clack, go his claws as the tide rolls in. (laughs) It's It's Friday, man. Your brain is right there with it. Yeah, man. Um, Boy, if you think it's bad right now, we're about to go into slow jams, which is when DJ Rock Lobster slows down some stupid thing that we talked about earlier in the week, and then we all really hear how dumb the stuff we say is. You can laugh at our expense. Time for slow jams. We should slow things down. Oh yeah, time once again for a Donna and Steve Slow Jam. Raise your hand no matter where you are. If at some point or another in a relationship with some man in your life, you have felt like a nag. Donna. to that i don't feel like i have that's gotta be lacking (laughs) (laughs) self-awareness there's a survey that found that guys will not see a doctor until (laughs) a woman Tells them to. Oh, that's so annoying. We're looking at you, wives. We're looking at you, girlfriends. We're looking at you, moms. Plural spell it backwards. It's mom. Okay. 
Why do men refuse to go to these doctor's appointments? That's what I want to know. For a while it was I didn't want anyone to check my testicles. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. And then I got over that, realized they do not have you turn and cough anymore. At most doctors, <laughs> it was drawing a lot of false negatives. No, false positives. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to be poked and prodded. What about if you ever had your prostate checked? <laughs> Not yet. No, no. How's that experience? Oh, it's a bit different than the turn your head and cough, I'll tell you that. Do you feel the PVC pipe go in? Oh! I don't even know if there's a pipe involved. I think it's just... A doctor's jellied finger. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, God! Do you... Make it stop! Stop it! Donuts, this is guy talk. So your prostate is that close to your... Yeah. Exit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it makes me uncomfortable be, just Isn't start. it just in between? Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's up there somewhere. <laughs> Donna, have you had your prostate checked? Uh, thanks, Steve. That's great. That's fun. Oh, you did the best. Oh, that was another Donna and Steve. Slow jam. In so let me explain. I that was an honest mistake that I made right there at the end because I think I was confusing getting your prostate checked with getting a colonoscopy. Mm. The colonoscopy is more of the hey, oh, we have this yeah, garden hose. Involved, you're right. Yeah. 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 Whereas the prostate, only guys have those. Yeah, but it you're in the same area. For the, getting them checked. A colon? Have you had a colonoscopy, Rocco? Uh, no, I don't think I'm. I think I'm probably getting to be that age, but yeah, I'm not because that I sounds wonder, like a hassle because you got to drink that chalky. I don't even mind that. Listen, I'll drink whatever you want. I'll eat a table. <gasps> no, whatever. See, no, don't say that. Don't say that because everyone says that's the worst part. Is because you have to stay within like a foot of a toilet. Yeah, no, that sounds like a dream come true. I've been looking for a cleanse that would do something like that. <laughs> mm. I'm all for that. My hesitancy is not in drinking that or crapping a lot, frankly. Mm. It's in the garden hose thing. Like, I don't know how far into you they go. And let me just tell you, I am terrified at the concept of things going into me. <laughs> mm. You seem like a guy who's terrified. Like the a, concept of things going into him. A I don't catheter? Mean that in, I don't mean that in a mean way. It just seems like no. you seem like an uptight person would worry, but I just show Very it. worried. Yeah. Super worried about... I mean, that is an unforeseen... No, no, no. Excuse me. An unseen area of my body. Like, that's a part of my body that I've probably seen, like, three times. Hmm. So I don't want 
what, I don't have mirrors on the ground. I mean, I don't I want... I didn't say... I would, you already think I'm attacking you for not looking at your... just felt a little attacky. It's like, just, uh, your I hmm said, was... Hmm. I, I'm not <laughs> No, wasn't that happy of a hmm. It was a, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Listen, I heard the movie. Listen, I'm not advising you to. It's not a great part of anyone's body. You don't want to see it. You're yeah. definitely now later in life. You should have looked earlier. Um, things have now progressed. I get it. This is not a great time to check it out. You get older. Yeah, don't. Google that, it. Look that's at what, somebody else's. That's what butt talks is for. Now, that was a stretch. I did a Botox joke there, and it oh, didn't work. And it didn't yeah. work, because it sounds like buttocks. Yeah, no, we both had... <laughs> yep, no, that was tough. That was a tough moment for me to absorb. That silence was a real wake-up call. They don't all come easy, man. You got to work for them. Don't get lazy. My point is, What's I'm just not point? sure how far in it goes. Is it, I don't know if it's a little tube. Is it a big tube? Because it's a camera. a little tube. Yeah, because the camera it. is on a small wire, right? Yeah, it's got to be little who listen. We get poked and pride all the time as women, things, this and that. I think the moral of this is that slow jam was hot. And you got to send <laughs> it to me because I'm going to make a baby to that. Oh. That was a good one. I feel like you guys. And I also have to acknowledge, Steve, you, we both suffer this uh, yeah. from this, is we talk really fast and it makes slow jams a little better because... You and I talk fast, so congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's, for some people, it's the first time that they've heard us and yeah. actually understood what we're saying. Yeah. I got bad news regarding a colonoscopy, my friends. What? According you... to the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always truthful. The colonoscope, which is what it's called, is a four-foot-long flexible tube about the thickness of a finger with a camera and wait, a source wait, of light at its tip. Stop, stop, stop. Which... Finger. <laughs> I hope it's not a thumb. Probably an index. I think that's when we measure fingers. And, we always think of the index. And whose hand? <laughs> Can we maybe focus less on the diameter right. and more on the length? That hose could pop out of my mouth. Listen, it's all about the first time. The only discomfort you're going to have is the is first it? time it's in. And then I don't fine. know. You're I fine. don't know it's that set. that's true. The length, that don't matter. Trust me. If I feel like this would be something that like, Ooh. it'd be that first moment of uncomfort. But like where it's going, that's like, who cares? I just. It's not your job. Relax. I know it's not my job, but my point is this. What? I've never. Huh. Had like a four foot long tube could go anywhere in your body. So what I am not liking is the unknown of the sensation that could be caused when it, if it's a foot up into me. Oh my gosh. Is, where is it now? Okay. Liver? That's not kidneys. your job. That's not your job. I'll be feeling it. I will be face I, down I, on a table with a drop cloth at the base of my spine. Listen, I think thanks. I deserve to know what no, this will feel like. Don't. Phones are ringing off the hook. Let's take the call. Should take them. Should we just punch Yeah, take them cold. Yeah. Who do we have? Steve Hi there. likes to say guten tag. Hi, guten tag. Welcome. You're on the Don and Steve show. Who do we have? This is Doug from Plymouth. Doug, are you mid-colonoscopy right now? <laughs> <laughs> there you what, go. What do you know, man? B break off some knowledge. Mm, don't break it off. I, I've had two done. It's no big deal. Yeah. Just the thought of, having, of knowing the results is it, a big relief. It's all worthwhile. It's all worthwhile. Yes, Steve. But 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 the stuff beforehand, 
I threw up everywhere. Oh, gosh. I thought it was all just downstairs, not upstairs. What what I did is is I I, I didn't play by the rules. I put some sweetener in there. You put sweetener in there. My doctor don't know that. Well, now he does. Uh, Doug, thank you for the call. Okay. Now the phone's dropped off. All right. No more prostate colonoscopy talk. That's because let me explain why. When James Earl Jones jumps on the phone <laughs> and you hear from Darth Vader himself wax poetic about a colonoscopy, I have no further questions. I rest. I drop my case. That's I don't even other... rest it. I drop it. I withdraw it. Brittany, that's the other the funny story this week. So we heard about Steve touching Michael Jackson's hair. Here's the other celebrity story we heard this week. Donna hung out like at the Grammys <laughs> with James Earl Jones and what? talked to him for like five minutes and had no... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No idea. What? Didn't even know. Just thought he was a gentleman. What? Yeah. Oof. Okay, I'm not over. Right, the phones Our, are going crazy again. Should I'm not break? over Should the we... caller. Let's take a break. He... Rocco, field a couple of these. See okay, if they're cool. worth putting on the air. Okay. Uh, maybe some more colonoscope talk uh, also our facebook question today was steve needs a book recommendation what should he read next we got some great responses there we'll dig in when we we'll dig in sorry colonoscopy talk when we come back it's don and steve on my talk welcome back it's my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything colonoscopy we do it all here on the show it's a service to the community and we're happy to do it Brittany is here Mm-hmm. She's the one who brought up all the butt talk. No, so, what? No, I'm a freelance. Don't say that about me. <laughs> freelance. Oh gosh, uh, we got onto the topic of colonoscopies. Yeah. Through slow jams, which highlighted our discussion about prostate exams earlier in the week, which I clearly had misunderstood what it was. Rocco used the horrified term "jellied finger," which we want to. <laughs> burn from the English language, if at all possible. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones called in right before, Sam Elliott called in before the <laughs> yeah, break. Yeah, he did. And uh, I told us about. If you want to hear. Here, here's, yeah. Here's what he said. What, what I did is, is I, I, I didn't play by the rules. I put up some sweetener in there. There you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> Doug from Plymouth. I turned Doug my mic off. Doug from Plymouth is fantastic. He's amazing. And the fact that we just, you literally acted like he didn't say the most enthralling things I've ever heard. First off, no big deal, didn't care. But let me tell you about, don't play by the rules. No, never man. have, never, never will. will. I I think <laughs> I'm in love. You know, and let me say this. In, in the world of broadcasting, it's best to never assume who your audience is. But I'll admit that I didn't know we had a lot of Dugs out there. Oh, I you know what it. I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And he is just... <laughs> he just sounds like he rode a horse to work today, walked in, punched somebody in the face, got back on the horse and went back. I mean, what a gang. What a guy. What a guy. What a, what a, what a gang. What a guy. What? Sounds like a gang. He's what tough a man, as a gang. What a man. What a man. He's throwing up. He used some splendor. He didn't tell his doctor that he put, it was, uh, how'd everything go, Doug? Good, good. You weren't Ralphing all night, were you? Absolutely not. No, why would you <laughs> I didn't put Splenda in there. Why would you even ask? Why bro? would you ask that? Um, <laughs> probably, oh, God. 
you're not supposed to like have anything sticking in your colon. And here he is. He's like, we found a Splenda in there, yeah. dog. <laughs> oh. um, Who else have, is on the phone? So we have Noelle. She has some tips. Oh, hi, Noelle. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. This Friday colonoscopy chat is fun. Yeah, <sighs> only one way to wrap up a week, and it's mm. with the colonoscope. What do you know? Okay, so here's the thing. Two words. Light sedation. It's great. Okay, okay tell me. Is that like Novocaine? Yeah, so the prep is crap. I, like, I hate the prep. I mean, so to speak. Sorry. Sure. Uh, that's no fun at all. That was really a bummer. However, the actual colonoscopy, it was lovely. I was chatting with the nurse. It lovely. was very great. And then I barely even realized that uh, I had nodded off, and then I was up and ready and done, and everything was great. Yes, queen. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. You sound like you, you know got it. it all under control. You know, Right, and it'll sure beat any poking and prodding you might need if you, un, you know, had unfound colon <laughs> cancer, right? So I'm yes, yes, for sure. Don't no, go through the yourself. discomfort. Get mammograms, get your colon checked, get your prostate do checked, do it all. Momentary discomfort thing. gives you long-term peace of mind. Uh, Noel, thank you so much for the call. I'm telling hmm. you, that's where, that's where you, like... That anxiety that you have, and I know a lot of people have it, like wanting to know situations, control situations. I am so that person. I, you, you, they have a job. They know where that four foot, five foot, six foot, like tube is going. I don't, I'm there for the talk, maybe a nap, do it up. And I love yeah. that light sedation. I'm, I do not do well in MRIs. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I thought yeah. I, I thought I would, but I did not. And like now, I'm on that kind of wave. I really, when I got an MRI, yeah. I really enjoyed the challenge of, can you do this? We're gonna. The, the most difficult part for me was, okay, we're gonna put you into a tube. It's very tight, yeah. And it was for my neck, and so um, I don't know why, but I was like in waist deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I could see my feet at the edge, and I, uh, I mine was for my shoulder. I feel like, why do they do that? Why do I have to go in all the way? I know. I I hear you, sister, but. The most difficult thing was not swallowing when they say we're going to do imaging for the next four minutes. You're going to hear a jackhammer, which is fine. I kind of came to find that to be somewhat therapeutic. You hear all this like knocking, you know, like it keeps doing that. And then uh, you're not supposed to swallow. And that was really difficult. That must be specific to your neck. Because they never said that. Oh, yeah, they told I think me, so. Hey, can you just quit crying for a second? I said, yeah, <laughs> I'll try. Um yeah, I feel like colonoscopy, we're finding out, is not as scary as you think. Um, you, you know, Steve Martin, Martin yeah. Short, and Tom Hanks all get together. The same time, do The it? same time, yep. And then they have like a, a night where they just play poker, and they all drink their stuff, and they're all running off in between hands and going to the bathroom, and then they come back. So they make it an event like that. That's kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah, I like pooping alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just do call me crazy. Like I will if it if it You're has right. to go down here. I'll I'll try to make it home. I I'd rather not do it with my two closest friends. Yeah, call call me great. Call, call me wacky. You know what though? It's a, they live they live in mansions. They each have their own, right? Yeah, like they could have their own bathroom. But is what I mean. I know this rarely happens. You guys have kids, but like you guys, the joy I have pooping in a house that nobody is in, and knowing that like. Nobody will walk near or walk wherever. It's like the kind of joy you, mm-hmm. I I can't explain. It's, yeah, preferred privacy is a really wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Our Facebook question today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What um, was it? 
it was this. We've been talking a lot about reading um, during the week. You've been read speed shaming me throughout the month, okay. really. Okay, all right. And so um, I finally finished a book. I'd like a new book to kind of sink my teeth into. And we asked for your recommendations, um, and we got some good ones. I guess I'll start with uh, with you both, though. Any book recommendations that you would suggest to me? I know that you don't like... Uh, you like nonfiction. You like things that are... That I'm a are, fan of nonfiction. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm going to go with... You may have read it already. I, I would assume so. But on the off chance, you haven't. Devil in the White City. Never mm-hmm. even heard of it. <gasps> it's by Eric Larson. He's this amazing nonfiction writer in the way that he... It sounds like fiction because he grabs everything from journals and history oh, books oh, okay. and it's the idea it's uh it's does a combo stories at the same time of the world's fair being built and the serial killer in chicago it's amazing it's one of my favorite books ever and if you're somebody like you who like walks that line of not liking fiction this is storytelling at its finest oh okay i like the sound of that you're welcome um April said Unbroken was good. I've read Unbroken. I thought it was great. Unbroken was one of the only books that I've read where each day I would come down to the the breakfast table mm-hmm. and I would read it at night and then I would tell my wife first thing in the morning, you will not believe what happened last night. And it's a nonfiction story, an unbelievable account of suffering and of a former Olympian, Olympic hopeful. And it, it, unbelievable. And each day I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, another one that somebody recommended, Amy recommended The Boys in the Boat. I read that one as well. That is about um, a, a rowing team, I mm-hmm. believe up in Washington State. And I don't care about rowing. And it's amazing. Isn't it fascinating when there's an author so good at his or her craft that they can make artistic an account of five guys rowing a boat down a river. Oh, I know. And then you're just enthralled. You want to find out, will they win? It was just really, really well done. Uh, let's rattle off a few others that folks suggested. Thanks, guys. A lot of great ones. The Weatherman by Stephen Thayer takes place in Stillwater and Minneapolis and references older local reporters. It's a fictional murder mystery. Really good. Uh, Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. The Shining by Stephen King. Uh, a Superior Death by Nevada Bar. Did you finish the Disney one you were reading? Yeah, uh, Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. I loved that book. I thought it was so well done, and it's bite-sized enough. It's only about 275 pages, and it's each chapter is about a major thing. So there's a chapter on Disney acquiring Pixar. So you get all this juicy Steve Jobs stuff about Mm -hmm. his relationship, which at one point was really contentious with Bob Iger, and then they became dear friends to the point where the day that Disney was set to announce on the campus of Pixar that they were purchasing Pixar, Steve Jobs taps Bob Iger on the shoulder and says, let's take a walk. Bob Iger doesn't know what on earth he's going to talk to him about, thinking maybe is the deal suddenly off here in the 11th hour. Takes him, they sit on a bench. Steve Jobs puts his arm around Bob Iger and says, I need to tell you something. My cancer's back. And it was really bad at that point. And he said, nobody knows this. And I, you cannot tell anybody this. But I'm telling you, so that if you want to back out right now, since I'm a part of this acquisition, mm-hmm. um, if you want to back out right now, I can put press out that it was me who pulled out of the deal and we can just move on. 
And Bob Iger said, nope, I'm staying with you. I'm staying with Pixar. It was, ended up being good for everybody, but it was a really sweet story of friendship that ended there. Yes, ride of a lifetime. Great. But if anybody's looking for a book recomm- uh, recommendation, go to our Facebook page. Great, great responses there. Brittany, I'd say you and I together, about a six out of 10 today. I'd take it. Rocco, thank you for dealing yeah, with that. That was fun. We'll do it again next week, right? Once? Yeah, Brittany's coming back on Monday. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening, everybody.